0: Hold on. Um go for it. All
1: right. Go yeah, for it. so we kind of started this Olympiada, me and my best friend. Um I was uh twenty four, I think. And uh I had just finished playing professional baseball and uh my one of my buddies was here in Vegas he was like hey if you whenever you're finished, you know just come out and we'll we'll do some stuff out here in Vegas. We'll make some money. So um, we're big into sales on online sales. So we were selling a bunch of stuff like phone cases that we made and stuff like that. And we made a lot of money. So we ended up starting our own thing. So we started a fitness brand. I was doing CrossFit just because I was still competitive when I was done playing baseball. So we kind of came up with this Olympiada. So it it means Olympics and uh, I think in Greek or Latin as well. So um, kind of ran with it, and then uh, yeah. So I make literally everything. So I got into competitive weightlifting. That's kind of how I cross market my brand. So I I make lifting straps, knee sleeves, belts, every type of belt, shit, everything. So big man. Yeah, I just I try to be stronger than everybody, or at least a top-tier athlete in weightlifting, so it kind of, you know, it helps credibility with the brand. You know what I mean? So it's just not some random guy who doesn't know how to lift.
0: Yeah, man, you know, it just, like, it pushes the brand. The
1: right.
0: Yeah, that's it, man.
1: Yeah, you got to think about it, you know, like, you got not to trust someone who doesn't know what they're doing, but they sell it, you know? So we started online and stuff like that, and then I just started posting videos and doing a bunch of stuff, and I would go to gyms, I'd do a little demo, so that's kind of how I started bringing in like more organic um, traffic. Mm. Um, I would go to gyms, and I would say, "Hey man, can I do a drop in and just lift at your gym? Do my own thing on the side, and I would just max out." And all the members would be like, "Yo, what the hell is this guy?" And uh, I'd have a pop up shop. I'd have a table and I have all my stuff just there. And uh, they're like, "Yeah, hey, who are you?" And I'm like, "Oh, I just, just some, just wanted to come in and lift." You know, I, I sell my stuff. This is my brand, and it's just like automatic. They'd come in. They'd be like, "Okay, well, this guy's freaking strong. What do you got?" Mm. So then, then next, you know, I'm just selling a bunch of stuff, and, um, you know, I give the gym owner a little kickback. You know, ten percent of whatever I sell. Mm. So I would do that here in Vegas. I'd jump into different gyms, whether at CrossFit gyms personal training gyms, I just go in and start lifting and just kind of cut a deal with the owner and then just start selling to their members. And then it just kind of caught on and shit, I'm all over the place now.
0: Mate, that's a a fucking great idea, man. You know, like weightlifting is one of those things that it it looks so fucking cool, especially when there's just like plates slapped on the bar, you know what I mean? And someone's just picking it up and throwing it above the head. So everyone's usually just been like, oh my God, what is this? It must be yeah, in the they
1: belt don't they don't they don't know they just and then they call you a power lifter i'm like yeah yeah oh i don't power lift <laughs>
0: yeah yeah i don't bench
1: it's honestly been a it's been a ride man and um there's a there's a store here called disc vegas discount nutrition so i'm in uh eight of their stores here in vegas and um, then i got into their franchising so they're opening more stores every other month in different cities. So I got into the one in Miami and then they're opening another one there that I'm going to be in. And then hopefully four more in Phoenix. I'm supposed to close that deal pretty soon. And fine, then fine. and Colorado, Hawaii, and so on and so forth. You know, so any kind of we're like the of the brand that wants to be in supplement stores because if you go to a supplement store, you don't really see very many like a GNC you don't see fitness equipment in there Mm. but it's the best place for it Mm. you know because people go in there to get stuff for the gym so the markup the market for it it's perfect the margins are perfect for any supplement owner that wants to put equipment in there it's perfect
0: so in the market man
1: dude seriously so I've been we've been working on that and discount nutrition gave us a shot and we're out selling so many other brands it's insane wow yeah so i mean it works out oh, we got to, and we're just running and selling stuff and it's kind of cool because i go to a fucking global gym here i go to a eos fitness mm. and uh, i'll just randomly come across to someone just wearing my wrist wraps he's just like benching And I'll go and I'll ask and I'll just be like, Hey man, where'd you get those? Oh, I ordered them on Amazon or on the website. Oh, those are cool, man. I like them. He's like, Oh yeah, thanks, man. And then I'll just go about my day and (laughs) I won't even tell him who I am. Um, And then uh, I started doing some stuff. I need to record it. Where uh, I just take some of my equipment. And then the first person I see at a gym that's wearing my stuff, I'll give them some for free. So I'm, I'm starting to do that here and there. Every once in a while, I'll go to like an Eos gym. And if I see a guy wearing my 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 uh, powerlifting belt, <coughs> I'll just go and give them something. Done that a few times, and it's kind of cool.
0: That shit, that shit will blow up, man.
1: Yeah, it's it's getting there. It's getting there, and I've actually sold some stuff to the UK too. Fuck man, it's cool, man. And New Zealand. Wow. Um, yeah. But very rare, just because the fucking shipping is like eighteen dollars. Doesn't make any sense for them to
0: Mate, the buy some.
1: The shipping's more expensive. Than the shipping actual over cars. here is
0: ridiculous, man. Yeah, you know what I mean, like you know, whether it's it's gonna take you four to six weeks for it to get here, and it's gonna cost you only ten bucks, and you're like, okay, cool, it's gonna cost me ten bucks shipping, but it's gonna be a, a month and a half, or you're gonna get it in two weeks' time. But it's literally double the price of the fucking item. And you're like, come on, man. Like,
1: What's the cost for stuff out there in New Zealand?
0: Um, well, they've got monopolies, man, haven't they? So, oh,
1: really?
0: Because like, we're... Like, I didn't know how far it was from uh, Australia. It takes fucking four hours to get to Australia on a plane.
1: Oh, that's pretty far.
0: And you're like, you know, if I went four hours in a plane from the UK, I could get to, like, bloody turkey or greece you know what i mean i could go all the way to like the fucking borders of like asia eastern europe type stuff but here it's so far so they can they can jack the price up and you you know you've got no other option you've got to pay it
1: yeah man that sucks it, i don't <laughs> well,
0: i don't think it'll be like that for long though
1: new zealand is a, a very enclosed place right mm. yeah i got one of my friends from vegas funny story i actually tell you i when i first moved to vegas i needed to go do crossfit somewhere and uh, i i went to this gym called city athletic club it's closed down now but they had a it was like a just a gym and then on the back side they had like a little separate crossfit area so they, i got a day pass and then um, i realized their back door was always open mm. so i didn't pay a membership for like two months and i just go to the back and just go lift <laughs> and everybody thought I was a member and then um there's this guy I can't remember his name um god but anyway we're friends and he lives in in New Zealand now well I think that's kind of where he's from actually and uh he was living out here he was the head coach
0: wow
1: and um I was pretty strong like I was lifting some heavy weight you know and He's like, hey, man, what do you what do you do? And I'm just like, no, I just I lift. I do CrossFit and stuff. He's like, you want to be a coach? And I was like, sure. So I started coaching and I had my everything waived. So I never paid a membership at all since I've been there for the time being. So um, that's kind of a cool story. But he actually him and his wife moved back to New Zealand. Uh, So he has like, I think, a personal training gym or at his house, I think, over there
0: wonder who it is, like, man. I know there's like I'm, fucking five million people here, but the fitness industry is so small here, man. Like everyone, everyone knows yeah. everyone. You know what I mean?
1: Mm hmm. That might, one of my favorite bands is actually from New Zealand. Oh, wow. What are they? Yeah, Catch Fire. Nice. They're, they're a reggae band. Mm. They, um, they're probably the most famous reggae band in, in New Zealand. Yeah,
0: they're fucking, they love their reggae over here. Um, mm-hmm. Reggae the, or um, like house key. or DMV and all that type of shit. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I just do reggae, man. That's pretty much it. I, I mean, I listen to everything, but reggae is just like my go-to thing because I, I play music mm. and uh, I'm always jamming playing reggae music. Do you uh, do you lift the reggae? Fuck, I lift it. Yeah, actually, I do. <laughs> I, get, I, know, I get pumped up. I'm a musician, man. So like. The, the types of sounds and, uh, you know, different like reggae songs. You know, it, it hits different for me. You know, for mm. other people, it might make them feel mellowed out. You know, mm. but since I actually play that music and I sing, you know, it it, it pumps me up.
0: <laughs> Sick man! What, what do you is it a solo act or is it um, like in a band or?
1: What do you mean, me? Yeah, me you, me man. yeah. No, I just I just jam. My whole family plays. Ah, sick. We're all musicians and stuff, so <clears throat> whenever I go home, you know, we jam out and with the family we play, we sing and stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah no, I
0: music.
1: I relate yeah. to that
0: shit, man. Like, not not musically in that, but I relate to uh, words. You know, if a song's got yeah. some fucking hard hitting verses and some words, like yeah, that will fuck me up. No, that'll be, I'll be all about it. You know what I mean? So I get yeah. that, man.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. I think uh in the music industry like lyrically everything's kind of watered down now. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not very good anymore. It's very manipulated and everyone's trying to be the same as everybody else. Yep. No originality, so. Yeah. yeah Music's I agree.
0: weird. <laughs> it's uh it's a fucking hard industry to to break out mm-hmm. into though, you know, cuz they've all got like you said everyone's trying to be the same as each other and kind of crack the code to make a viral song or whatever um, mm-hmm. and it's it's fucking hard it's hard to like yeah produce original you stuff.
1: know <clears throat> you know like las vegas is like the fuck the entertainment mecca of like the country you know besides maybe new york but like entertainment wise that's las vegas But there's no original artists, like, good enough artists that come out of Las Vegas. Shit. Yeah, there's no floodgate here of an ability to get an incoming musician or singer, you know, to make it. A lot of the musicians here in Las Vegas, they sell out and they just, they need to make money. So they start becoming, like, tribute bands in Vegas. Yeah. And they, they hate their life. They're just stuck playing someone else's music their whole life. And they can't break out of that, you know, um, that that shell, like you said, like that way of getting your foot in the door and actually making a career out of your music.
0: Mm.
1: Weird, dif- you would think a lot of things would come out of Vegas, but...
0: Yeah, man, as you, like, kind of look at it as an outsider, you would, you would think that too, but that's the difference between, like, making music for yourself and making music to make money right and like if you're fucking chasing yeah. those dollars like you're gonna have to go down any rabbit hole that the dollars go down and unfortunately that means being like everybody else
1: yep yep that's how it goes man but yeah my my roommates uh, since he's a music producer and you know engineer um he's trying to make a a floodgate here where he can actually help up-and-coming musicians and like, make their music good. Because he's a super talented uh, music producer. You know he's worked with very very famous people, and mm. you know he's done some music for like Cirque du Soleil. Wow! Like original pieces for like their shows. Mm. Pretty wild, man. Yeah, that's my, crazy, man. Yeah, he was a he was a Sam is my roommate. So uh, he played baseball with me in college. Wow. So I went pro. He was going to sign professional a professional contract with this team called the Pittsburgh Pirates and he didn't get that chance but he always we always did music, you know. He we used to jam all the time and he's like, "Well, I'm going to go to music school after baseball, after college and then boom. The dude's just the dude's a freak, man. He's so good at music. He he's can hit. make
0: these hidden talents, man, are fucking fascinating. You know, like you, you you scratch below the surface of someone, and they're fucking they can do things that you'd never even think of before.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I like to, I like to dab on a lot of different things too, man. So, I like to try to be a person that's useful mm-hmm. and like have a bigger skill set. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. It's good to master one thing too, but it's good to be versatile as well you know as a as a human
0: yeah man and it, you got you got more opportunity to make money man
1: yeah, of course you and know, relation, the more relationships you build you know the the more value you get to bring into your life and the next you know you money money will, money will always be there but relationships is probably the biggest way to to make a lot of money
0: yeah because they open doors they do you just never know Hundred percent, man.
1: Never fucking know.
0: The uh, the moral of that story is: don't be a cunt.
1: Exactly.
0: Yeah, Or try not to be. <laughs> <laughs> In it, man. Yep. Where's the? What's the goal with Olympiada? Would you wanna? Would you wanna take it, man?
1: Um. Well, I'm gonna hold on. I'm gonna introduce you to this fucking pizza guy real quick.
0: Oh, what a guy! <laughs> uh, this yeah. is gonna be the first one of someone's ordering a pizza on the podcast, and I'm actually <laughs> super fucking excited. I wish there was, like, some sort of teleporting so I could fucking... Hey, you are on the
1: podcast. I want to say hi to everybody? Hello, everybody. Hey. What's up, bro? There go. Have a good one, man. Thank you.
0: What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I couldn't uh, have a slice.
1: Yo, I, it's uh, this place called Papa John's. I don't know if you've heard of it.
0: Yeah 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 that's we've got that in um well a few like a couple of stars we've got that in the UK but it's, oh, it's really? in the UK yeah papa johns in the UK. i've never actually fucking had it like
1: oh, it's all right it's not bad they're just down the street from my house so I was like it'll come quick so
0: that's dangerous yeah
1: yeah just felt lazy man i didn't want to cook i, didn't, I just said fuck it
0: just Mate, order pizza it's a sunday man what it, I know what it's, it's raining.
1: It's, it's super chill. I woke up this morning and uh, I went shooting my bow because mm. I'm I'm a bow hunter and I, mm. I I hunt. So I I take my little 3D deer right down the street. There's this like because I live in like a, the desert part of of Las Vegas, like the mm. outskirts. And uh, there's a lot of like hilltop land, so I can literally drive out and I'm in the desert and I can shoot my gun or shoot my bow. So I'll okay. go out and I'll shoot for a couple hours and get my reps in. Then I'll come back, do whatever else. But uh, yeah, I'm getting ready for my next hunt here in uh, next month.
0: What about you going?
1: Um, it's I hunt in Arizona. So we are hunting a, a type of whitetail deer. It's called a coos, a coos deer. They're, uh, they call them the, the gray ghost. Wow, because they're really small, but they're the hardest deer to kill. Like wow. to hunt, they're very skittish, very hard to spot on a on on your binoculars and try to put a stock on it. So it's a definite challenge. So for me, you know, I just dial in my my shooting and I make sure I can shoot a decent distance. So if I get close to one, I can actually shoot them from at least maybe seventy yards or something. Mm. But uh, it's uh, it's fun getting out there in the mountains and stuff.
0: Definitely clears your head, right? What's that? Definitely clears your head getting out in nature.
1: <laughs> it does. I, I'm a, I love it just because it. You, you, you could develop a skill set, man, on how mm. to survive out there. And a lot of times people don't know what that's like. You're like, we actually camp out there for the weekend – we drive out in the mountains. You learn how to stock an animal and actually put them down, gut them, clean them out, quarter them out, mm-hmm. cook them. How to cut this meat off, everything. So, and then in the process, you know, actually being out there, you get to see a lot of crazy shit. Like uh, last last year, we uh, we're out in Tucson, Arizona. That's usually where I go hunt. Um, we're in the middle of the mountains, and uh, we catch. Uh, Two mountain lions. Fuck. Dude, they're literally the size of a lion. I don't know if you've ever seen a mountain lion, like in the desert. Those lions are – no, man. They're – it was crazy. So we're kind of just hanging out. I have my bow. I have an arrow just kind of knocked on. Mm -hmm. And uh, I hear a a cat scream. You know, like a cat, like a a meow? Mm -hmm. But you know, like if you step on the cat, it does that really, really high-pitched scream we started hearing that kind of like echo in the mountains and it was super close. Like at least somewhere 40 yards around us. We couldn't tell where it was. We thought it was a Bobcat, but it was actually a mountain lion. So it's just constant screaming. We're like, dude, this is like bloody murder. What's going on? So we get close, we get close. We're in this little Creek channel. And mind you, there's a, a predominant bush called mesquite, a mesquite tree. We're just surrounded by it. So it's a, so much cover. You can't really see maybe 20, 30 yards in front of you. So we close in on this Creek Channel. And uh, I shit you not, the male, they call him a tom. A tom, a male lion is a tom. Mm-hmm. Um, just throwing some terminology. But the tom was mounted on the female. And he was going to town <laughs> on the female. And we're like, oh. And I was like, this is fucking insane. Never seen this shit in my life. And because uh, we heard a roar in the middle of the scream. So right before we saw him mounted on her, like you felt that roar creep up your leg.
0: Mm.
1: Like it was that loud. It was scary because we were like, OK, dude, we're we're going into a den mm. of two mountain lions. And then we ended up see, seeing the male, you know, doing his business with the female And then he got off of her and saw us, and we're like, holy shit. And mind you, you know, we we all have our guns. We we always have guns, so just to make sure we're okay if we ever get into those type of situations. But nine times out of ten, those type of animals, they don't know what a human is. Because in the mountains, you very rarely will see a human. So they don't know what you are, so they're just as alerted as you are. So they're not aggressive. So the bad part about that is if you are too quiet, cats are curious. And if they spot you, they're going to fucking hunt you. So in that scenario, you have to make noise. So we started throwing rocks and like yelling at them. And then it got kind of creeped out and then they scattered off. But just for your sake, if you're ever in the mountains and you see a mountain lion, they probably don't know what you are but let them know you're there and they won't come get you.
0: It's fucking crazy man like you know we got no like native animals that's going to kill you in the UK, you know what I mean? Like we don't <laughs> there's like fucking a tiny tiny snake in the south, but I'm from the north, it's too fucking cold for um for snakes to even to even live up there. So we got literally nothing and like no natural disasters, no nothing. The only thing we got is like Fucking torrential downpour rain, and then yeah, that can create mudslides and all that, and liquefaction and, and stuff. So, technically, through the rain, but other than that, nothing.
1: You guys um, don't have like down there or anything. Okay. The There's no like hunting or anything like that over there.
0: Nah. So they had um they had the fox hunting, which they banned, um, because uh basically, fucking all the posh. All the posh boys would go out on horseback and basically round them all up and set the dogs off on them. Um, so the dogs would end up killing the foxes rather than rather than the actual people. And then yeah, uh, they, they banned all that they're, shit.
1: They're running down the population.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, and like it's it's fucking totally urbanized. You know, there's hardly any bloody wildlife anymore. You know, like other, you can go to like Scotland or maybe Wales um like north wales and then pop over to the island yeah you're going to have like fucking some wildlife and that but the england as a whole like it's it's mainly just <laughs> concrete damn. down, man
1: damn no not out here man there's some crazy shit we we we'll do bear hunts we we'll do turkey hunts so we'll hunt turkey um what else um elk i don't know if you ever seen an elk yes they're they're like massive antlered Mm -hmm. they're supposed to be there's actually supposed to be a herd a herding uh like a herding animal kind of like a cow Mm -hmm. kind of think of a cow just with antlers big ones Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but the hunting down here is pretty pretty awesome i mean i just hunt in arizona just because it's such a good place to hunt and um, i enjoy it a lot Mm. it's also part of the culture right uh, yeah, in a way, it has its own community, hmm. the community. But we all put our part in uh, conservation for the animals. Hmm. You know. so we there's so much money that goes into it that we're able to go at least kill one deer a year.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's same here in New Zealand, right? Like there's fucking they got like wild boar and that, but other than over than that, there's no there's no animal that's gonna kill you. Um, yeah, the wild
1: boars here. There's Habalina in Arizona. Habalina' is kind of like a rodent, mm. but they they're like a pig mm. so they're like a crossbreed from a pig and like a rodent. It's kind of weird, but um there's a lot of those here in in Arizona and then uh well, i think too in in Nevada as well but uh if you go more to the east side, that's where you get like the the big feral hogs that are massive they get heavy. on mass- they'll fucking kill you but yeah man there's no tags for those you could just go out and shoot them well wow. cuz they're destroying everything they're destroying population like uh crops and and stuff like that so just cuz whenever a female breeds like a feral uh, a female breeds they can they can have a litter up to like anywhere from 4 to to 10 and they okay. They can they can keep breeding. So it's wild, man. Those things are crazy. Yeah, man. Uh,
0: I'd love to see what like um North America would have been like untouched, you know, like no people around and just like wild. Like it would be fucking insane.
1: Yeah. I mean there is a lot of untouched land, man, still here. Um but I think the most kind of uh untouched areas like um Utah. Oh. Yeah, if you go out to Utah, man, beautiful, beautiful land. They take care of their land pretty well over there. Untouched. Crazy.
0: Whereabouts is that placed um like geographically in the country? It's
1: you got Nevada, it's yeah. literally just above Nevada to the oh,
0: okay. to the. Okay.
1: So it's Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico, and Utah that's like all attached to bordered, they're all bordered to each other. Mm. Yeah, yeah Utah, I'd love to go, little... mate. Yeah, man, you're missing out. <laughs> I'd love to. <laughs> I've been wanting to actually go to New Zealand, man. Seven found the time to.
0: Yeah man, it takes fucking <laughs> a long time to get here, you know? Like yeah, a long time.
1: Fuck. Yeah, you guys are far as hell.
0: Yeah, it took me um it took me 25 hours on a plane.
1: Why'd you why'd you move out there?
0: Uh better life man. Yeah. Like fucking give myself an opportunity to to kind of have a better life and then also open the door for for like family members and, and mates who in my eyes, are family members, you know, um, so that's why I came out.
1: Is it pretty? Is it pretty easy living out there? Or? Um.
0: uh it's Yes like, and no. So. Gotta was, have a job. Yeah, man. So like, it's it's like, on one on one hand, it's easy to get on the whole benefits game right. And right. their benefit is like they look after you; they give you a decent, decent living. But that's not the way you want to go, right? So you yeah, got. You want the, to work. hundred percent. So you. You want to work. Yeah, man, you want to work for what's yours and build something that's yours, right? Um, <clears throat> and that's, you know, it's as with every immigrant in every nation, it's going to be there's going to have its challenges. Um, but at the same time, it's a it's a country so isolated that if you bring an obscene work ethic, like it's going to fucking work out anyway. Like you've got, you've got zero competition. Like there's no one around, you know what I mean? If you're willing to just fucking like break yourself and work hard, like no one will match you doing that. And which is something that I've, uh, I've noticed like the, I don't know, the pace of the place is a lot slower just because right. why would why would they need to fix something it's already so good you know right um, which you know I can understand but at the same time it's like it, it's good it, it's not great and it could be even better than that but why right. would they why would they do anything about it? It's a strange one it's a really strange one.
1: yeah I mean I wouldn't know I mean uh, is it different than Australia like how's Australia? Australia?
0: Um, I've not been.
1: Never
0: been. Nah, um, which is weird because it's like a stone's throw, but it's still like like a, like we said, four hours on the plane. Um, I'd like to go. Um, there's a lot more people there. Economy is better. You get paid better in Australia. Um, That's what I heard. Yeah, like they they do something like triple pay on bank holidays and something crazy like that. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Damn. Um, but also like it's fucking roasting hot. Over there? Yeah. Like It it
1: can't be be worse than Arizona, man.
0: It basically is like a desert. Like the entire island is a desert. Like nothing can live in the middle of the island because it's just so hot and dry. Like it doesn't make any sense that people live there.
1: Yeah. I mean, we have right here outside of A's, we have Death Valley. Oh, no. Death Valley, like no one lives there. It's just a dry, dead land just before you get to California. It blows my mind, man. Yeah, the heat, man. I'm used to it. I'm way used to it. I can survive in the heat easy.
0: Nah, I'm the opposite. Like, literally, you give me any cold, no problem. I got you. Like, if it, if, it gets, if it gets a little bit warm, like, I'm dying.
1: Yeah, the, the, the cold does get me. But, I mean, <clears throat> I, I think I'll be all right if I ever live in the cold. Mm. I mean, I've mm. never, I don't think I lived anywhere that was cold all year, all year round. So mm. I don't really want to find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's fascinating though, man, like how the fucking body can, can adapt, you know, like generationally and also just like as an individual from like, uh, living from cold, uh, to warm climates, like you will end up fucking adapting and being okay with it.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah man so far it's a good sunday.
0: Yeah man. I'm going to have to ask you the with the, the whole day? I'm going to have to ask you the whole weightlifting man.
1: Yeah. So I couldn't go. We actually had nationals 2 weeks ago. Oh sick. For, I couldn't make it. How come. Uh, I uh, I had hurt my lower back. Wow. And then um it was like it was getting better, but it was too late, you know, and then uh just the week of, you know, one of my family members had passed away, so it was like a definite no, so I couldn't go. Mm. But uh, I was ranked uh, fourth in my the winnow 2 class, yeah, so I had a chance to podium. Fuck man, yeah, yeah, I was snatching one fifty, clean and jerking one eighty five, potential one
0: ninety. Oof, yeah. Next year, no
1: man. I was doing this next year, but they have a another competition called Finals, American Open Finals, mm-hmm. and um, that's like the next kind of big event. But uh, I mean, it doesn't beat National. Nationals is like that's the biggest event of the year, mm. man. Yeah, I'm gonna take a bite of this. Hey, get the pizza in you, man.
0: I um, I first saw you in uh, the Hunger in the Wild comp
1: oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah those good friends and mario and
0: fucking good people man real real good people man
1: how do you know Oh you just
0: nah man um just through just through like this stuff you know fucking the internet sure. it's a beautiful thing just connecting people that are clearly like-minded with all the algorithms and stuff like started following like hunger in the wild like um a decent decent while ago um then got into cal uh red mario and then yeah just got mm. started shooting the shit
1: yeah um when i went i stayed at mario's place and um yeah it was a good time it was a really good time everyone there is super cool nice mm. humble mm. you know everyone's very very supportive which is really cool to have a team like that mm. But uh, Red is actually gonna be the, an up and coming kid, man. That kid is fucking strong.
0: I I think he's, he's There's only one place he's gonna end up, man. You know what I mean? There is. There's only one place. And I think the beautiful thing is he probably
1: doesn't know how good he is. He's got he's got a chance for sure, and he's yeah. young. I mean, he's he's 17 or 18.
0: Uh yeah, I think he's 18.
1: Mhm. The fucking unit, man. He's a fucking freak. He's strong as shit.
0: What did he front squat the other the other week? Like 180 or something. He goes, "Oh, it's a PR." And it took him like 0.1 of a second to stand it up. I was like, "No, mate, that's
1: That's not. That's not. Tr- that's not. <laughs> <laughs> got way more in the tank. No, but um, Kyle's taking care of him really well. So yeah, he's making sure he's getting the, those gradual PRs as he goes and not get too selfish and just keep working on his technique. And once his – because his strength, he already knows it's there. Mm-hmm. So there's no need to push it. So I think that's what Kyle's doing He's just mm-hmm. pushing more of his technique and technique and technique. So when it's time to, you know – put it in overdrive and shoot for a PR, you know, he's going to do well. So. it's the way that's to do it, man. it. It's the way neglect, it. They neglect the technique, man. And it's, my technique is not even that good, but.
0: I don't know, man. I like it clean. Like first Just and second it. pull of the clean, like it's, it's real nice
1: i do doing early arm bend.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, some people, some people it works for, you know?
1: Yeah, I, I like it because it gets that bar. Because I'm a hip cleaner. Yeah. I don't, I don't clean on the thighs. Yeah. So for me, it works good. But the thing I have a challenge, I have a challenge with is, uh, is my snatch. The snatch is tough for me.
0: Well,
1: I, that mobility? I don't know. Honestly, I think it's just technique. Honestly, I don't know. Mm. Like I have really strong shoulders. So, mm. I mean, I can, I think I can, um, I think I can snatch balance like 170, 180. Fuck. But, I mean, I should be snatching 160, 165. But I mean, that's where technique comes and stuff like that. Mm,
0: but, um, right. yeah, it's just that monotonous movement, right? With just fucking reps and reps and reps, like you said, with fucking shooting the arrow, and and it's exactly the same. And um, you know, I'll I'll coach people that have never lifted, you know, before, and we're doing a little bit of a little bit of weightlifting, a little bit of snatching the clean and jerk, or just fucking the clean. To be honest, and it's like, all right, team. You know, blah blah blah. And they're like, "Oh, it's hard," and I'm like, "Yeah, it's called Olympic <laughs> weightlifting. Like, this is the only weight-based, like, um, fucking sport in the Olympics. Like, it's not gonna be easy. You know what I mean? It's hard.
1: It's hard. <laughs> it's, it's a sport. You know, and I think, I think my strong suit in weightlifting is being competitive." and actually showing out during competitions Mm. just from playing baseball Mm. and playing, playing in front of thousands of people every day. You know, it doesn't bother me to have like people in front of me, just watching me lift. Mm. A lot of people get shaken up by that. That's true. And there could be really good weightlifters in training. And then they just shit the bed when it comes, when it counts, you know what I mean? So, it's definitely something that is a skill that you need to to, to gain. You know, is mm. learning how to make your lives when it counts mm. in actual competitions. But oh man, that comes with experience. That's for sure.
0: I think it helps playing sports as uh, as a kid. You know, like you you're kind of fast in that kind of anxiety state, you know, people are going to be watching you, you're playing sport. Like it's, you're going to have to figure it out on the fly, you know, adapt, adapt as, as things happen in front of you. Um, yep. And every, yeah, every person I've ever coached or ever competed against alongside or fucking in any sport, like the best ones have always played sport as a kid.
1: Yeah. Cause they think they, they have body control, like, um, body awareness, mechanics, or it's Mm. easy for them to figure things out. Mm. And mentally, they're prepared already to, you know, to to perform, Mm. you know, just from doing it with other sports.
0: Yeah, I'm not saying like you can't do it um, having not done it as a kid. It just obviously aids you. Um, And then you get those athletes that love the crowd, right, and will thrive off it and will be really invested in that and we'll be able to pull it out of the bag. And then you also get the the athletes that love the crowd, but are like super invested in themselves. So they stand on the platform or they're out on, on the fucking green or whatever, and they cannot hear or see anyone else. Yeah. That was usually mm-hmm. me. Every time I was on the pitch playing rugby, like I would not be able to hear the crowd. Like wouldn't be able to hear a single thing. It was weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's your, that's your type of focus, you know. Mm. For me, I don't – I'm crazy, dude. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so, like, for me, I just, like – I just say, fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. Got to get the job done somehow. But for me, I like to have fun. So, even in training, I'm the same way if I'm competing. Like, yeah, I'll get serious, but at the same time, you know, I'm having a good time in my head. Yeah, my- I'm having fun. But, like, I don't know. I talk to myself a lot in my head. I'm like, fuck you, or fuck that bar. Or same. I just get wild. Dude. I get crazy. Yeah. But, you know, I don't get – I don't go overboard. You know what I mean? I'm pretty controlled. But as far as, you know, training and in competitions, I'm the same. I'm just crazy. Mm. Have a good time. I like to chase the atmosphere, too, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, what was that? What was that fucking cleaner jerk where um one of your arms slipped out of the front rack and you just bloody half zombie front squatted and just tried. Oh
1: to... yeah, that was my third attempt.
0: Oh my god, I went
1: for one ninety and I I zombie cleaned one ninety. I would have <laughs> jerked it, but that shit was fucking crazy. If I would have re racked and made the jerk, I would have been on fucking ESPN or something. That shit would have been viral.
0: <laughs> that shit was fucking crazy. That was crazy as enough yep. as it is, because you still stood it up like it was fucking butter. Like, just one arm just popped out, just stood it up. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And managed to re-rack it, and then it slipped. And I was like, oh, damn it.
1: Yep. Um, before I was lifting, there was another guy um, who was competing in there, and uh, he blew out his quad just before i went so like everybody was kind of on edge after this guy like got injured on the platform and we had to take him out you know and carry him out so like when they saw me zombie clean, they were like holy fuck like something bad is gonna happen Mm. but you know (laughs) luckily nothing happened but yeah just before i went some dude blew out his quad on the jerk on the jerk. yeah he, he went for the dip Right when he re-racked and dipped, his quad just popped. And then he just collapsed, dude. It was crazy. Yeah, it was bad. Welcome
0: to the jungle.
1: (laughs) Welcome to the jungle.
0: God ah, damn. Yeah, it was bad.
1: I have video of it, but I can't show it. All right. For respect to, respect to the athlete,
0: you know. Yeah, 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 100%. But that 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 um <laughs> that zombie clean will always get
1: me, man. Dude, that shit was crazy. I wanted to make that live so bad. Yep, yeah, but next time.
0: Without been a PR.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. What's massive what,
0: PR? What's your max clean?
1: One ninety. <laughs> And my best rack jerk is 197. <clears throat> 198, something like that. So, no, no if way I was that, back, I would have jerked it for
0: sure. No way was that um, a PR clean or a, an equal to PR clean. Fucking well, being able to stand up a
1: bloody zombie. It would have been um, a comp PR, that's for sure. Mm. Mm. Which is a yep. totally different story, right? Mhm. When it counts. So. Yes, oh sir.
0: All right, man. All right. I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you enjoy your your lazy Sunday, man.
1: All right, brother. Well, thanks for the call. No, always. Uh, anytime you want to do another podcast, just let me know. I'll As be here always, in Vegas.
0: Man. I've got um. Send send me through some stuff for uh Olympiada. I, I might be able to pull some strings
1: cool yeah i'll send you uh just a link or
0: uh yeah man like i'll uh i'll send you a message see if i can see if i can help you out on this side of the world anyway get it get it over here
1: yeah why not yeah man get it a up burn yeah man let Look. it let it freaking infect everybody
0: yeah man that's the way man one at a time yeah, you know.
1: Yeah. one at a time
0: that's it man. all right cool enjoy all your right, sunday
1: bro. all right shoot
0: take it easy man